Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Good morning, and thank you for choosing Portland Center for Spiritual Living on this joyous Sunday morning. Happy Memorial Day weekend here in the United States, and a warm welcome to our podcast listeners in more than 120 countries around the globe. So we welcome everyone here. And today we have the exciting exploration and conclusion of Christiane Northrup's book, Making Life Easy, How the Divine Inside, That Essence, can heal your body and heal your life. And the past three weeks, we've had this adventure of being filled with many thought-provoking and uplifting ideas. So let's just take a quick little review of the journey we've been on so far before we get started on today's topic. So week one was all about the life principle, immortal spirit is always, always, always urging more life more good, more joy, more wholeness, more perfection, more revealing of the essence, as Lori's lyrics shared with us. So week one was all about the life principle. Week two, we learned that we have a higher wisdom self, and it is always available to guide and direct us, as well as several ways we can communicate with the divine. And we learned that English is not the first language of spirit. And last week, we learned the power of harnessing our thinking and choosing to say yes to life in order to make life easy on every single level. We readdressed the power of affirmations as an effective tool we can use to shift our thinking towards more life-affirming thoughts. Those 80,000 thoughts that we have, we can shift more and more so that there are more thoughts that are life-affirming than negative. And we were reminded that affirmations don't actually make things happen. They do increase our receptivity to being a gracious recipient of our desired outcome. So in essence, affirmations help to expand our mental bandwidth of acceptance so that we have an ever-increasing ability to say yes to life. And in today's message, The Inner Outer Garden, we'll look at wholeness in three specific ways. Caring for our physical body temple. We are spiritual beings having a physical physical experience, and that does include our physical body temple. And it is our job to take care of the body, just as it's our responsibility to take care of our homes, our automobiles, the clothes we wear, any material possession we have, it is our responsibility to take care of it. And that includes being very aware of how we are caring for this vehicle through which spirit expresses. We'll also look at tending our vital life force. Questions we'll explore is what is our vital life force and why is it important to seek thoughts, relationships, and experiences that are pleasurable? And the third thing we'll look at is experiencing a sense of belonging. We often hear the phrase, these are my peeps. 
or we're guided to say, find your tribe. Well, we're going to look at identifying the power of being in community and experiencing a sense of belonging. So let's get started. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Caring for our physical body temple. Christiane Northrup outlines three specific ways that we can care for our physical body temple. We can clean up our beliefs about our body, we can engage in regular movement, and we can be mindful of the foods that we eat. So what about our beliefs? The lyrics were so beautiful this morning, Lori, as things of false belief fall away, what is revealed is the truth that the essence that we truly are is of spirit. We are created of the divine. So Northrop reminds us, optimal care of our physical body begins with our belief. And she encourages us to remember, our body is designed for health, vitality, and well-being for the duration of our life. It's not just our 20s and 30s, it's the duration of our life. Well, this is not anything new in science of mind. When we learn the teachings, we're taught that wholeness and perfection is our divine inheritance. And wholeness and perfection is perfect function at every point. We learn that there is an intelligence in every cell, in every organ, in every system in our body, and it knows exactly what to do to restore itself to its perfect state of natural health. So Northrop reminds us that every thought we, we think is accompanied by a biochemical signal that moves throughout our body. Serotonin, dopamine, epinephrine are neurotransmitters that affect every area of the body and their production is based on what we think and what we feel. These are the feel-good chemicals. She reminds us that stressful thoughts filled with anger, resentment, judgment, fear, sadness, increase the stress hormones, which ultimately leads to cellular inflammation. And she goes on to say that cellular inflammation is the root cause of osteoporosis, depression, diabetes, heart disease, arthritis, and cancer. And so the way we can care for our physical body is to clean up our thoughts about our body and about ourselves. She also reminds us of the importance of regular movement. She says every day, not just part of the day, not every day, regular movement is absolutely crucial for sustainable health and happiness. She tells us the effects of inactivity and not moving the body through gravity are so adverse that we're now calling sitting the new smoking. We're now calling sitting the new smoking. Well, when we talk about movement, we may think, oh, well, that must mean I have to start learning how to run a marathon, or I have to be a super athlete, or I need to participate in bodybuilding, I need to go to the gym every day. And, Mary, and um, Christiane says, no. Simple standing up and sitting down. 
is moving our body through gravity. So I'm going to invite you to participate with me. Are you willing to participate? Participate at a level that's comfortable for you. So I'm going to say, lean to the left. So move your body, lean to the left. Lean to the right. Now, if you're comfortable, stand up. Sit down. And clap, clap, clap. Okay, lean to the left. Lean to the right. Stand up. Sit down. Clap, clap, clap. Lean to the left. Lean to the right. Stand up. Sit down. Clap, clap, clap. Okay, you have just moved your body through gra gravitational force. So it's as easy as that. If you're doing your Facebook and your social media and you're spending hours in front of the computer, stand up, sit down, clap, clap, clap. You're moving your body through physical gravitational force and there are physical benefits to it. Now I'd like to share a personal story about physical body movement. Many of you know that I had a dog by the name of Spirit and I lost him last October. Well, we used to go for walks every morning and every night. Now, Spirit was not a dog that, like, really hoofed it. He was an ambler. He just slowly ambled through the neighborhood, and he sniffed the flowers, and he greeted every single person he met. He never knew a stranger. So it wasn't like we were moving where our heart rate, or my heart rate, was really accelerated. Well, after I lost Spirit, I stopped walking. And guess what happened? My thighs started expanding, my stomach started expanding, I had less energy, and I really felt miserable. Well, my sister called me one day and she said, Marilyn, she says, I'm making reservations and I'm coming to visit you, and she said, guess what, I've started walking. And I thought, well, if my sister's walking, I better start walking. So I made a commitment to myself, every day, no matter what, rain, shine, snow, sleet, this girl is out walking. Now, I'm very fortunate. I live downtown Vancouver, easy access to the new waterfront parkway, easy access to Esther Short Park, easy access to Fort Vancouver. So I now have a map where I walk. It's about four miles, and I've sort of amped up the pace that I used to walk with spirit. So now I'm really hoofing it. My heart rate is accelerated, but I'm also very blessed because... I have rose gardens that I have access to at Fort Vancouver and Esther Short Park. So I get to stop and smell the roses. Anyway, my skinny pants fit again. I have more energy. I'm getting great, brilliant ideas for writing all of these papers that are due at the end of this term. And so physical body movement makes a difference. And the third thing she shared is the food we eat. Now, she has an entire chapter in this book devoted to diet and nutrition. It's very well written, has lots of resources, things like including um, avoiding addictive foods, learning about MSG, getting smart about gluten, getting the scoop on sugar, and knowing the skinny on fat. So I highly recommend it. So let's move to tending our vital life force. Ernest Holmes, God bless him, he is so brilliant. F he states, flowing through me is a vital energy, a dynamic force, a great surge of living power. I think that defines essence, don't you think? I think so, Lori. Okay, so Northrop tells us that our vital force is our creative 
fire. The creative force that comes through our bodies, mind, and spirit as physical pleasure, desire, excitement, sexuality, and curiosity. And it demonstrates in our outer world in so many forms, music, dance, design, relationships, architecture, landscaping, gardening, books, inventions, scientific breakthroughs, and all manner of creative endeavor. It is the fire within. And it is also the life force that leads to the reproduction of our species. Northrop states, quote, when the flame is burning brightly, when we have a robust will to live, or a purpose that drives us onward with curiosity and passion, then it almost doesn't matter what our physical bodies are like. On the other hand, when that flame dies, no vitamins, exercise, or desire from others will stop someone from dying, even if they remain in their bodies for years." Unquote. So life force, that chi, that energy, is so important. And she has several suggestions, and I highly recommend her book. But one of the ones that I'm going to share with you about fanning the flame of our vital life force is to pursue pleasure deliberately. To set up our day so we have pleasurable experiences by focusing on what feels good and what looks good. Things that inspire us, things that uplift us. Now, we may have challenges. I don't know about anyone else, but I kind of grew up in a home where leisure and pleasure, it was more about work hard, be productive, be effective, life is serious, and it could involve effort and struggle. It's exactly the opposite of what Christiane is telling us. She said, pleasurable experiences have healing impact on our body because they produce something called nitric oxide. And she calls this the molecule of life force. Its production enhances blood flow throughout the body, and it's considered an uber neurotransmitter. Try saying that several times, uber neurotransmitter, as it balances serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, our happiness chemical, and other feel-good chemicals made in the brain and the body. Well, remember this quote that I had of Ernest Holmes, flowing through me is a vital energy, a dynamic force, and a great surge of living power? Well, let me share with you something that brings me great pleasure. How many of us have seen Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie? I saw it last December. I have now seen it at least, the complete movie, at least five times. I have been to YouTube and there's something like 17 million views. I'm not so sure that I'm not 1 million views of the YouTube video of the side-by-side -side play of, of Queen's performance at the 1985 Live Aid concert in the Wembley Stadium in England. And then side-by-side -side to that is uh, Rami Malek's performance in Bohemian Rhapsody of that same 28-minute segment. 
Now I have played it over and over and over again. And every time I see it, I can just see this increasing life force. Freddie Mercury moving across stage is this vitality and this vigor. And it isn't just Freddie, the entire band, they're moving and harmonizing in synchronicity. And it isn't even just that. It's the thousands of people in that stadium that are all moving in harmony. And I don't know about anyone else that has watched it, but the energy that I receive, the pleasure that I receive from watching that is just a vital force that moves through me. And I literally feel I can do anything. So what Christiane is telling us is identify what is it that brings you that kind of pleasure? What is it that gets that energy moving in your body? So I'm asking you and I'm encouraging you that this week you take time to identify what is it? Is it music? Is it people? Is it an activity like gardening or artistic endeavors? What is it that brings that sense of vital energy flowing through your body. Another one is when I go on my walk and I stop and smell the roses. They are so beautiful. They are exquisite in form. And to just take a moment, I mean, I'm hoofing it because, you know, got to get the cardio moving, got to get the thighs down kind of thing, get in the back, in, you know, those skinny pants. I want another smaller size skinny pants, it's kind of like the exquisiteness of it. You cannot stop but be in awe and wonder of this earth and of spirit that created this beauty for us. So that's your at-home ex- uh, at assignment, if you're willing to accept it. Take time to identify those things that inspire you and get your body chi moving. What is it? For me, Bohemian Rhapsody does it every time. It is like, woo! So it pumps me up. So let's move to point number three, experiencing a sense of belonging. Many of us know that human beings thrive in real connection, acceptance, intimacy, and experiencing a sense of belonging. And Northrop states that we do best physically, emotionally, and spiritually when we are part of a community that values us. And it's the power of acceptance rather than judgment. So let's look at those two different points. The underlying belief in judgment is separation. You and I are separate. And often there are emotions of anger, sadness, loss, lack, and betrayal. And the bottom line is to prove I'm right, you're wrong. Because only one of us can be right, and by God it's going to be me. And it often leads to competition. Now let's contrast that with acceptance. Acceptance. The underlying belief is oneness. We are all a part of humankind, and Mother Earth is our support system. 
We're part of her, and she is part of us. Understanding replaces the drive to be right. It leads to collaboration and cooperation rather than competition. And so what in our life, where in our life, are we finding a tribe or a community where we feel acceptance, where we absolutely feel that who we are, just as we are, is good enough. We're perfect and whole, just as we are. So Northrop describes several ways to find like-minded people who are aligned with our soul. She describes this as finding our tribe. It can be a book club. It could be a cooking class. It could be a dance class. It could be anything as long as it's something that we feel passionate about. Because again, that vital life force is moving through us and that passion aligns the heart center. So here at PCSL, we have several opportunities to experience a sense of belonging. Some of the ones that I thought about when, as I was preparing today. The Friends Gospel Choir. If you love music, I have heard the choir rehearsing. When I'm teaching a class on Monday night, I know that's the Interfaith Gospel Choir, but several times the Friends Gospel Choir has joined, and there is harmony, there is a oneness of mind, there is a connection, and when they break for the evening, there is this hum of people connecting that is palpable. It's palpable. So Friends Gospel Choir, connection circles. It's a place where it's safe to be vulnerable to express our deepest self. Power of eight circles. Licensed practitioner Simona, this is her ministry. If you haven't participated, I highly encourage you to participate, to have eight people come together for 45 minutes to an hour, once a week, and one person's intention is held all week by all eight members. There is a mighty, mighty movement of energy and vital force, but it is also amazing, the synergy and the oneness. And what we find by holding an attention for another person is we're really holding it for ourselves too. It starts showing up in our life too. There's a social justice book club that's all about inclusiveness and exploring diversity in its many ways. And we also have a lot of service and volunteer opportunities here. It's like every little um, service area is a ministry, and you become part of that little ministry, that connection, a sense of belonging, and a sense of wholeness. So let's just briefly review. We had three specific things we looked at today. Caring for our physical body temple. We need to clean up our beliefs so that we get to our core. We get to that place of recognizing our essence. And we remember that our body is designed for health, vitality, and well-being for the duration of our life. We also engage in regular movement. What do we do? Lean to the left, lean to the right, stand up, sit down, clap, clap, clap. And we're mindful of the foods that we eat. We also tend to our vital life force, and that's our at-home assignment is to look at what brings pleasure, what inspires me, what 
where is it that you can feel that energy moving through you? And then we experience a sense of belonging by finding our tribe, finding that place where we feel safe, where we feel totally accepted just the way we are. So I'd like to close today's message with an inspirational quote from Ernest Holmes, our founder of religious science. He says, I know that the perfect life of spirit is my life, and I now permit it to radiate through my world of thought and action to express in my physical form. My body is an instrument in, through, and upon which life plays a divine and perfect harmony. A divine and perfect harmony. Let us pray. One life, only one, one mind of infinite intelligence, that one power, that one presence, its essence is love, which is the eternal givingness of spirit, of itself, of itself, to itself, in the form of its creation. Its creative pattern is the divine creative pattern of perfection perfect function at every point. And I know that my life is of this divine creative pattern of perfection. At the core of my being lies wholeness, perfection, peace, harmony, joy, love. And as this is true for my life, I know for each person here today, it is the truth, the absolute truth, that each person is an individualized expression of the one. And so I claim and affirm, and I speak my word for and about each person here today, that there is an absolute willingness and openness to making positive, life-affirming choice to honor and care for the physical body temple. The choice to eat and be mindful of the precious food that is placed into our physical body temple, to clean up beliefs and let fall away anything that is unlike the truth of wholeness and perfection, and a commitment to self of regular movement every single day. I claim and affirm that there is an openness, a powerful choice made for tending to the vital life force, making the choice to plan a day that brings pleasure, things that inspire and uplift and get the energy moving throughout the entire physical body. And I claim and affirm that each person makes the choice to find their tribe, to find that place where they are experiencing a sense of belonging, a sense of acceptance, exactly as they are, just the way they are right here, right now. And I am so grateful for the truth that God is all there is. God is perfection and wholeness. God is the essence that is flowing, that life force that is flowing in through and as each person here today. And so I am so grateful for this truth. I release my word into the activity and action of the law, knowing that the law is the eternal servant of spirit. It always says yes. And so it is done in spirit 
It is complete. It is whole. It is perfect. And so with absolute conviction and firmament of mind, together we say, and so it is. Thank you for being here today. Perfection and wholeness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and to make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at www.pcsl.us slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.